Welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. You are. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Today's topic, straight out of the 80s, is Saved by the Bell. Um, what year did Saved by the Bell start? 89! I always think of it more as of a 90s thing. It, yeah, fair enough. That's a that's a that's leading me into my next point then. Uh, Saved okay. by the Bell ran from August twentieth, nineteen eighty nine to May twenty second, nineteen ninety three. There were eighty six episodes in total of the main Saved by the Bell series. It was developed by Peter Engel. I'm gonna say all the names. Are you ready for a bunch of names? No. That's gonna happen anyway. The series starred Mark Paul Gussler, Dustin Diamond, Lark Voorhees, Dennis Haskins, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. That's right, two people with first names that are hyphenated. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley and Mario Lopez. Shockingly, there was no Rotten Tomato score on this one. Uh, really? But, but yes, but please enjoy this gem from Wikipedia. Uh, in later years, Saved by the Bell has been classified, please, please just imagine the air quotes that I'm doing right here, has been classified as educational and informational. By, by your what mother. What sort of authority? Presumably by Wikipedia's mom. Uh, the show is named one of the 20 best shows of all time by AOL TV. So thank you, Wikipedia. Does I AOL don't know. But I wanted to share that nonsense with you. Should we do an, an we should do an entire episode on AOL? Oh yes. Oh my god. And then we can each do our impression of the modem sounds, because I think that's that's part of it. Okay. Um that's not, let's somebody put that in the notes. Mm-hmm. Uh normally I like to read you an Yeah, we need our third person who's just sitting here writing notes for us. <laughs> I know. I listen to a lot of podcasts that are fancier than ours and they do have people. Uh, yeah. They have people. We don't have any people. <laughs> uh, Paul, get the cat on it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pictures on Instagram to come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're already there. Yeah, they are. There'll be more. I usually read a synopsis. I'm going to read you two different ones because I couldn't find one that was actually good and both of these suck in equal measure. Okay. Teens study, date, and scheme at a California high school where silly storylines don't stop droves of kids from watching on Saturday mornings. So that was that one. And then this is the Breakfast Club version of the synopsis. Zach Morris, the cool troublemaker. A.C. Slater, the kind-hearted jock. Screech Powers, the smart and funny nerd. Kelly Kapowski, the teen dream. Lisa Turtle, the gossiping fashion lover. And Jesse Spano, the feminist straight-A student. That was the whole summary. <laughs> okay. Yep. Fucking Saved by the Bell, y'all. Paul, what was your experience with Saved by the Bell? So I'm trying to think if I ever watched this... I feel like there was definitely a time where it was on all the all time. All the time. And it was on after school a lot. So I would go yes. home and go into my house by myself. And my parents were working. And, like, there was Aww, cartoons and TV on. Kid. Yep. And this was on just all the channels. Right, I don't know what so channel it was actually on, but it felt like it was on all the time. Can we agree the that time. there are some shows that were just desperation shows that you watched because... That was the time yes. you were watching TV, and that was the time they were on. So this yes. is one of those for you. Exactly. Yeah. The only – for me, this is an unpopular opinion. The only time I ever watched Seinfeld was because it was like a desperation. Like it oh, was okay. on when I couldn't, when nothing yeah. else was on. I've never on purpose watched Seinfeld. Hmm. Yeah. So send, send me all your hate mail. But uh, anyway. I so, think actually your position on that has aged well. <laughs> Because I don't think Seinfeld has aged well. No. But anyway. But anyway, so Saved by the Bell, you maybe watched it, maybe didn't. 
TBS, I think it was. That, well, I don't know what it TBS. was. TBS, like. no. NBC. I don't fucking know. That's the thing. But I don't remember when it was. You just said Saturday morning, and I was like, really? Was this a Saturday morning show when it aired? I don't recall ever watching it on a Saturday morning, but I watched the fuck out of it. <sighs> I watched it, and again, it was on all the time. It was my last. What did you call it? Desperation show. That's definitely yeah. what it was. I never cared for it all that much. But it seems like it's somehow embedded into everybody's experience of the early 90s yeah. somehow. Hey, how old were you when you were watching it? Probably. How old were we in so, 89? Like... Well, I was not watching it in 89. <laughs> I was going to say, right. I was just going to say, I think I only ever must have watched this in syndication. Correct. Me too. So you it ran from 89 to when? What did you say? 93 90... was the main It was Four show? seasons? Correct. And then there was, like, more nonsense. There was the college years. Oh, and gosh. Like I never watched any days. of that. No, nor did I. So I, I probably was watching it. If I was coming home after school and watching it, it was, I want to say, 94, 95, 96, somewhere in that range. That was range. kind of what, Yeah. My experience with it was that I feel like I watched it all the time as well. And I feel like I watched it in reruns, yeah. but like in like late elementary to like middle school-ish time, maybe not in actual high school time. No, I don't I think also, so. I also remember watching on occasion, again, as a desperation choice, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which this was based on, um, which I could talk about in a minute. I but saw that I, and I have no idea, no recollection yeah, of that Yeah, so, all. and I really do feel that I saw the majority of the reruns on TBS, and do you remember about TBS that everything started five minutes off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like as a fucking trick yeah. to keep you from watching anything else because you everything else would already be five oh minutes gosh. in. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I, not, yes, I would never remember that except that you just so said it. I just pulled it right out of my butt. But, like, I, that definitely mm-hmm. – and if you, like, watched one thing, then you were like, well, I guess I'm just watching all this bullshit right. now because everything else is already five minutes yep. in. And they just had a bunch of, like, syndicated, like, rerunny stuff. Plus, you know, the other thing that I did a lot was – there were, you know, maybe three or so channels that were showing, like, after school cartoony or this sure, sort something of you might aimed watch, at kids yeah. shows. Aimed at you, yeah. So I did a ton of channel surfing during commercials, and that was sure, the other absolutely. way I would Like, okay, all the other shows are on commercial. I'll watch three minutes of Saved by the Bell before I go back to the show I actually want to watch. Right. So, like, that's not a thing that really happens anymore at all. Like, you don't channel surf, right? Well, because you don't watch real TV. I don't watch real TV. So You don't watch anything in real time, and you don't watch any commercials, so you never... Right. And I, I mean... Right. Yeah, you'd hop back and forth. Like, sure, I would do that. You would have something on last, on the last button on the remote. Uh-huh. Boys and, boys and girls, you used to use a remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And it would have a last button. It would jump back to the one you read before. So you would have TBS on one. If you were like my dad, you would have sports ball on the other one. And then you would jump between like the the movie of the week uh, and the sports yeah. ball game yep. when the commercials would come on. So you could like check the scores. Yeah. yeah. I never did that because I never watched sports. But yeah. I have some Saved by the Bell fun facts for you. Awesome. These should great. be great. Uh, yep. Mark Paul Gossler had to dye his hair blonde every two weeks while the show was in production. Why they couldn't cast a blonde human or just <laughs> accept a brunette human, yeah. I don't know. But that fucker dyed his hair every two weeks, which is very funny to me. Dustin Diamond, which is the most made-up starting name in the universe, was only 12 when he was cast as Screech. Whoa. 
Yep. Series creator Peter Engel said he wouldn't have cast Diamond if he'd known his age. Um, apparently lied about it. I don't know. Um, at its height, the show had more teenage viewers on Saturday mornings than the Cosby show, the number one show on television at the time, had at prime time. Whoa. Yeah. So, bitches watched. I don't. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But. Fuckers watch the fuck out of this show. One of the degrees in Mr. Belding's office is for Kung Fu. (laughs) And so that's cute. Doesn't he get like punched out in this show or something? I mean, like he's like the comic foil all the time. Uh, Slater's first name, AC, stands for Albert Clifford. Hmm. Good to know. That'll Mm -hmm. come up on some trivia thing sometime. Absolutely. That'll give me a drink Um, at the bar. Yep, so, and then the show does follow Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which was a 1987 show. It was set in Indianapolis and canceled after 14 episodes. NBC, so NBC was the original network. Also, I lied. I, did, yes. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what AC stands for right now, so. Albert Clifford. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, NBC retooled the show, moved it to Bayside, and removed many of the characters. They kept Dennis Haskins, Mary Paul Gossler, Dustin Diamond, and Larry Voorhees. And they never explained it. Um, so this led to a fan theory that the show is an elaborate daydream by Zach Morris, who is a slacker oh. who fantasizes fantasizes about being a cool kid who always succeeds and gets away with everything. So supporters of this theory point to the fact that the show's theme song calls out him for being a slacker and um, his ability to do that, like, timeout. Okay, that's in my notes. So that, but they, they say that, like, that is you know, part of the foundation of this theory mm-hmm. that the whole thing is, like, in his head and he really is still, like, a nerd in Indianapolis. Maybe he's, he's in a coma. That would be better. Maybe he's in a coma. <laughs> um, so, there were also, like, several, there was, like, Saved by the Bell Hawaiian-style movie, and there was, there was all sorts of stuff. Other there merch for this include... show? Did they try and sell stuff? Do you remember there being merchandise for this show? I don't remember that, but, like, now I see... Like, in, like, the latter-day, like, Hot Topic era, I see, like, Bayside Tigers, like, yeah. sweatshirts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember any at the time. Like, there wasn't dolls or anything that I can recall. Right. Jesse Spano, um, Elizabeth Perkins. Who's Elizabeth Perkins? Audition to be curly hair of Showgirls. Jesse. Oh, okay. Spano. I'm so excited. Uh, she was auditioning to be Kelly Kapowski, and then my, my last fun fact is that... Um, you know, Zach was always really into Kelly, but for most of the years of their production, he was dating uh, Lark Voorhees in real life. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So they were a couple for a long time, for several of the years of the main seasons, mm-hmm. um, the main series, which is which is my story about that. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much did you love this, Paul? At the time or now? No, either. Either or. At the time, uh, three. Mm-hmm. I'll, and now, now, <laughs> now I'll save that for my final judgment. Great, 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 great. Yeah. So, which ones did you watch? I so you thought I was joking. I was gonna. What did you watch for this show? Um, I watched the pilot, and then I watched. I just wanted to pick a random one to start with, and I picked. I normally like when we watch a show. I normally try to do the pilot. I try to do like a later season one, and then I try to strategically do a couple ones in the middle. Like I do put some thought into it, 
I literally picked it random because when I watched it, my experiences of watching it were always really random. Yeah. And I never, oh, yeah. no, it was like, always never random. knew, like, what year were they in, what grade were they in. Like, I didn't never watched it with any continuity. So I literally did the, like, close my eyes and just point. So the one that I started with was Snow White and the Seven Dorks, and that was in season four. Season four is the most messed up. That's where they have the mm-hmm. extra character, right? Like two yeah, Tori. Two of them left. Correct. So in that last season, toward the end, so that was another thing that is a running thing throughout the show as there was a lot of continuity weirdness that's literally never addressed. Yes. Like Jesse Spano has a brother at one point that's like the main point of an episode or two and then he's like Gone. never mentioned yeah. again. <laughs> There's a lot of that that happens in the show with them. And then, so in the fourth season, Jesse and Kelly, like, got other jobs. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. Like, as other acting jobs and weren't in a portion of it. And so they made up that Tory character. And then all they had already filmed the graduation. So, like, then they're back at graduation. But, like. Is Terry. Continu- wait, what's her name? Terry? Tory. Does she not graduate? I don't know if she was in that graduation episode or they See, added her. I don't know. Same I mean, experience. I didn't I, I didn't watch episodes, but... ever in order. Like this. But I remember occasionally seeing that other girl and being like, what the fuck? Yeah. But like, <laughs> also shows just kind of did that. Yeah. yeah. Like, remember in Roseanne where the daughter was just a different human for like a couple I years? I don't remember that, no. Oh, shit! In, in Roseanne, one of her daughters was legitimately for like three years in the middle of it, played by a different actress. It was, it was, oh shit, I'm forgetting the original actress's name. And then it was Sarah Chalk, and then it went back to the original one. And at the end of that show ran for a really long time. This is my Roseanne segue, everybody. Or <laughs> at the end of Roseanne, they did a intro where they like morphed their faces throughout the years and they totally morphed to like the other actress. And it was like really funny because they were like, yeah, we don't know. We just found a blonde. Yeah. Like they, super weird. They did that in Fresh Prince. Yes, they did yeah. with the aunt the or the sister? The aunt. The aunt. Yeah. yeah, she was just a totally different broad. Yeah. And to me, why would you not just come up with a two-second explanation where it's a different person that basically fulfills the same role? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, Nobody why cares. would you? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. So weird. So weird. Anyway, so tell me about what you, which ones did you watch? So I told Beth, I am not going to watch Saved by the Bell. All I'm going <laughs> to watch is Zach Morris's trash clips yes! on YouTube. I mean, I watched a lot of those also. <laughs> so that's what I watched. And I feel like mm. it got me a pretty good... Um, I watched some clips, but I didn't watch any full episodes. Yeah. Guys, if you don't know about Zach Morris's trash... That goes in my canon. That's not, that, that that's not like a thing beautiful. from the 90s or 80s, but it's worth watching. Go watch that. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Basically, they just rewatch old episodes and they kind of speed him up and talk about all the ways he's the worst. Yep, he is the worst. Um, but I have my own ways he's the worst because I can just outline Snow White and the Seven Dorks for you real That'd quick. That'd be great. So the premise of this episode is that they're going to have a play... And they are going to, ready? They're going to do a rap version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yep, because it's 1989. Because it's 1989. Well, by this time, it's 1993. Okay. 
but or whatever. But holy I shit, this is a pilot. Mm-mm. No, this is. I did watch the pilot also. Oh, okay. You don't need to hear about that. That was. I, I have notes about that as well. But Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was worse. So holy shit, the intro number one. Okay, this Here's is my, my notes. Gener- this is my notes. Yeah, go go talk about the intro. <laughs> the intro is the most early '90s thing I think holy has shit! ever made. <laughs> So, the, and the I can like also, neon shapes and colors. Oh my god, and it's just like the. It, <laughs> so, guys, when I made the Nerd Cannon logo, I was like, what's the most like late 80s, early yep. 90s like shit I can think of? And I wanted the pattern with like the dancing triangles and little like swirls. That's the whole entirety yep. of this, and they're dead serious. Yep. Yeah. They're dead serious. There's like a graffiti looking font for their mm-hmm. names. And they show up in shapes. I will have you note that Dustin Diamond shows up in a diamond shape. <laughs> okay. Fun fact. It is ludicrous. Yes. I know every single fucking word to that song to this <laughs> day. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people do. I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. <laughs> so here's my note about, I, I guess, kind of all of it, but especially this intro. The intro is where I realized it, and then watching it, I realized it further. I thought this shit was so fucking cool. Oh, yeah, so I never thought that. So this is why, but then I was like, when was I actually watching this? And I think I was watching it. Is the timing correct for me to say that I was watching it like late elementary, middle school-ish in, yeah. in reruns? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. reasonable? That's what I said. Because I do I, like, by the time I was in high school, I was definitely trying to watch, like, vampire porn. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) there was clearly, like, a change in my taste. But at some point in this impressionable youth, I remember, and actually, now that I think about it, I remember sitting on the couch in our apartment as a kid. So, it must have been third grade-ish. If that if that seems right time-wise. I don't know. Memory is a funny thing. But I thought this was really cool. Because they seemed so grown up. And, like, I have an older sister that I always thought was the absolute coolest. I P.S. I still think my sister's the absolute coolest. But, like, I don't know. I don't know why I thought this shit was really grown up and cool. It is really dorky! I I wrote in my notes, this is, like, peak early 90s fashion. Oh, yeah. The fucking, the shoulder pads. And the mom jeans and the hair. Kelly Kapowski's hair. (laughs) Holy shit, guys. See, there are so many feathers. There are so many whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I've more noticed the guy's hair for some reason. The girl's hair doesn't seem... I mean, it is. Is it because AC but... Slater had an incredible moment? Yes, that's one thing. But also, Zach's hair is like he's got this... I, I don't know if it gets bigger as the series goes on, but like the the giant thing that, in like, the... I don't know what it's poof, called. The poop yeah. thing. It, mm-hmm. It's like... And this dyed blonde hair. Oh, my God. It's something man yes the fashion is bananas all of it is crazy okay so back to the theme song was important to talk about because holy shit i also really remember like shows don't have theme songs the way they did and like all of those we've talked about this like every time we've talked about a show but hold on i I want to back up for a second okay please do because i've noticed i've noticed i say this like i'm some important but it's just true that you are important paul thanks thanks uh As we've moved to – so when sh- – there was a time period when shows just, like, stopped doing theme songs. Yes. And it was like I, – I don't know if it was in response to, like, oh, hey, if we do a two-minute theme song that eats up That's two, two minutes, minutes of our, our show, and if we cut it out, we have more show time and commercials. But since we've gotten shows that are basically – like, Netflix is like, okay, we're making right. our own stuff now. That, like, Daredevil has a They've really cool – 
theme yeah. song, like streaming shows are like, I mean, not necessarily, it's not the same thing as a theme song, like from the 80s and 90s, but opening themes right. for lots of Correct. shows have sort of come back in the age of streaming where they're only yeah. being streamed. And it doesn't really matter if the show is 48 minutes or whatever the hell to have 12 minutes of commercials to make an hour right, appear. Right. It doesn't matter how long the show really right. ends up being. So you're like, ah, just screw it. Let's make a really cool theme to the opening of the show. And... I agree. And I really like theme songs. Like, I like the intro. I like a good intro. Yeah, I do too. What's your favorite intro to a show, Paul? Like, ever? I mean, do you have a couple top? I really like the Thundercats three. theme song. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Even though that was not in my nerd canon. Thunder, 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 yeah, thunder, thundercats! There's a lot of good ones. <laughs> It's a good one. Probably the one theme song that is most in my memory. I don't know about favorite, but the one that is definitely in my memory. This will be the last thing I remember before I lose my mind when I get older. <laughs> is the theme song to French Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Like oh, hundred percent. That's uh, every uh, literally every human between a certain age can sing the whole thing, that. right? Yeah. Yes, so. absolutely. I've told you about my neighbor who only played. The Fresh Prince DVDs all the time, right? <laughs> Not, That's a story for, no, we could, That's a story for, for another day. the Fresh day. Prince episode. Yeah. Uh, for me, X-Files and Six Feet Under. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about X-Files. Yeah. Six Feet Under, very legit mm. also. I had that as my – I had both of those as my phone ringtone mm. for like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Back to this horseshit. Yeah. So, Notice how we keep going off track. That's probably a good indication. Oh, do you? Yeah, do you think that that... Okay, <laughs> Where we're going. So, a couple other... Another fun fact is that every time that they show a classroom scene in this show, it's always the same fucking classroom. Yep. So, it's literally just the same set, and it has a couple different, like, education-ish posters, which is cute. My... <laughs> I wrote a rap version of Snow White. Holy shit. And then my next note is, I don't think I can watch this. <laughs> <laughs> So then we get into the misogyny. Are you ready? Okay. There's so um, many wrong things about these so shows. So many things. So Zach only tries out for the play because he thinks Kelly's going to get the lead. Mm -hmm. And, quote, I only tried out because I couldn't stand to watch anyone else kiss you. Barf. Because he's the worst so human she, ever invented. Worst! In... Worst human. So she doesn't get the part. She gets the evil stepmother. So then he's like, well, fuck this. I don't want to do it because... I only did it so that you wouldn't smooch someone else. Mm -hmm. And then the whole episode centers around the fact that then he has to smooch Jesse and they like it. Yeah. And so then my other problem with the focus of this episode, <laughs> in addition to the misogyny, is the like totally like weird monogamy stuff then that happens. I'm a little sensitive about that. Um, mm. but. You know, so they are both dating. So Jesse's dating Slater by this point in the show, and Zach is dating Kelly, and then they smooch and they like it. And so then a whole thing happens where, oh, also I forgot that Slater used to call Jesse Hey Mama. He called her Mama. Oh, yeah. Weird, weird. And like, yeah. I'm certain that Baby Me was like, that's hot. Like, I'm <laughs> certain I thought that. I don't think it now but i'm yeah. also gonna say if yeah, like mama. 1993 ac slater with his muscles and his ever-present sweatpants junk <laughs> shows up i'm probably gonna be like you can call me whatever you want but <laughs> I, I don't mean it i don't want to mean it that's another one of my notes so wait does this go in the like that clip has to go in the beth is thirsty <laughs> Ever-present sweatpants junk. <laughs> it 
It's on every fucking scene that I watched. There's oh, Izzy Slater's bulge. Clearly, it's I was like, looking at other places. It's like David. No, you didn't watch the dance off. That's another <laughs> one of my notes. <laughs> They're the spandex twins. There's so much. I can feel like I can see hairs. Anyway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, there's a whole conversation between Slater and Zach about he's worried that Jesse might be interested in one of these other play nerds. And so he's like, I got to keep an eye on her. Um, and Zach is like, no, bro, let me keep an eye on her for you. Because she's just property we have to worry about. We have to make sure mm-hmm. she doesn't kiss anyone. And the whole time Zach knows that she's kissing him. This, this is just like the whole show is like the fragility of masculinity. It's yes. Like- <laughs> yes. And since when does a principal give a shit about their relationships? He pulls them into the office and gives them a whole talk about smooching and being in love. I'm like, they're not in love. They're 16-year-old idiots. Like, Okay, to be fair, uh, Mr. Belding is really terrible at his job. Like, he's Tom and I both the... work in education. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a principal like Mr. Belding? Because I've had a lot of principals. Mm, nope. I can't say I've ever had anybody... Uh, my last note on that episode was this is truly horrendous. Yeah. They actually wrap a whole play about Snow White with as much gusto and passion and awkward knees as you can think of a bunch of uh, privileged rich white children. It is so foul. Ugh. It's so foul. And there's like the like affected graffiti and they're caught like, bleh, it's awful. I also watched the pilot and it's a dance off. And uh, do you want to get... <laughs> I was going to try to make you guess, but there's no context whatsoever who the special <laughs> guest star is. Uh, there's a motherfucking guest appearance by Casey Kasem. Oh, okay. <laughs> and his sweaters are truly on point. Yeah. With the Cosby era. Oh, gosh. Um, and the whole focus of this is a dance-off between Slater and Zach. Again, fragile masculinity. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take, take Kelly to, to be their partner because... Who's gonna and she's only gonna go with the better dancer because she right. has the emotional depth of a teaspoon. Right. And uh, Jesse's worried that she's too tall, <laughs> even though there's clearly like a handful of boys who are thirsty for Jesse right. and want a piece of it. She's worried she's too tall, and no one brings that up. The weirdest part about all of this for me is that Zach has like one or two moments where he says the right thing to these girls. And for a second, you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, never mind, because literally everything else you said is horrendous. Because he tries to tell her, he tries to tell her, like, it's perfectly fine that you're tall, like, you are gorgeous, like, whatever, like, he tries to, like, bolster her, and then he, like, tells her, like, you should wear your heels, you should be tall, like, blah, 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 like, but it's totally undone by every other gross thing. See, okay, so this is something, while I was watching Zach Morris' Trash, it seems to happen on a regular basis. Where he says something that sounds like, okay, maybe that's sort of okay. And he, it, unfortunately, his motivation in every one of those instances is the wrong thing. He's not saying that because he's like actually friends with any of the girls. He's not friends right. with any of them. Oh, he's They're, best friends with Jesse. That's like part of no, this episode. No, I get that they say he right, is. Right, right, but he's not actually nice to them. But he's not actually a friend. He's not actually nice to them. He basically no, right. uses every person around him for well, whatever will further yes. his own ends. So maybe he's saying that, but he doesn't like – it's not because he wants to be nice and like make her more confident. It's because he's got yeah. some hidden motivation like how can I turn this to my own advantage. Right. 
Um, but I will tell you that one of my other notes is they are all such assholes to each other. Yes. So Jesse's worried about being being too tall, and she's in the girls' dressing room, and they're all like very scantily clad. So there you go. But. Mm-hmm. The other two girls, Kelly and Lisa, are, like, teasing her. And I think it's supposed to come off as, like, good-natured ribbing. But they're just being mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're just being shitty. So here's what I gotta say. They're only One of the only reasons I watched this show is Kelly. Yeah, because you have a huge boner for her. Right. She's very exceptionally lovely. Yes. Do you remember when she cut her hair into a sassy bob? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, I didn't watch I had, enough of it. I had, like, she was, like, on the cover of magazines with that new sassy bob. It was, like, mm. a big thing when she cut her hair. And it was, I want to say, now, again, I could be getting my time wrong, but I feel like it was around the time when um, Saved by the Bell was over, and then she ended up on 90210 for a Yeah, stint. I remember that. So she cut that long hair into, like, a bob, which was very popular during that time. I also had that same bob. Oh, I did not. And I also have, like, a round chubby face. I had a very round chubby face in high school, and I often got compared to her, even not as cute as her, nor was I, like, a popular girl. But we had that same haircut at the same time, so mm-hmm. that's important to note. Yeah. Um, but she is, yeah, she's real cute. Yeah. But not a lot of emotional depth there. No, no, not really. But, no. you know. That's okay. Middle school me was... Mm-hmm. You know, a middle school boy. I remember thinking that Jessie was really cool because, not that I thought any, I didn't think she was hot, but I really thought her, her curly hair was really cool, and I thought that her, like, being a feminist was cool. Like, I even then, like, baby me wanted to, like, damn the man and whatever, the patriarchy, but I don't think it was as well done as my baby brain thought it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in retrospect, I'm like, I think it was maybe not that great, but but I think Lisa Turtle's the hottest. Is it Lisa Turtle? I thought it was Lisa it sure Tuttle. Is. No, Tut- it's Turtle. Turtle? Uh, like Voorhees. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Turtle? I think really? She's really beautiful. Yeah. Her character is a total asshole, though. They're all kind of assholes. Yeah, but they she's are. Especially but she's especially rude. Yes, she she's, is cute as well. She's, yeah. Well, yeah, sure. They're all cute. That's why they're on that show. Yeah. Um, there was a weird vision on the episode that I watched where Jesse, there was like the pink outline on the screen and it was very like ridiculous and cartoony and Jesse kept growing taller and taller. That was like her, <laughs> her weird vision. I truly couldn't stop staring at Slater's junk because in every, <laughs> in every scene in this first episode, it was, a, like I said, it was a dance off. Mm-hmm. So also there was an extremely uncomfortable amount of him dancing. Mm-hmm. Like they like he like shows off his skills, and you know when they frame something. I feel like I remember this episode. I remembered it too when it was happening. I remembered and I remembered like who was gonna win. Like I, mm-hmm. I like that must have been the one that was on a lot. You know when something is framed so that you as the viewer are supposed to understand that it's the better choice. Yeah. Like even if you personally don't like even if. Beth doesn't think it's the best thing. Like, yeah. I get that I'm supposed to think it's the better thing. So that's how this was set up. He danced, and the laugh track was, and everyone's impression and reaction was meant to lead me to believe that this was very good dancing. Mm-hmm. Guys, it wasn't good dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it was uncomfortable. Oh. I feel like Mario Lopez in real life has moves. I just think it was very... All of this was, like, really homoerotic. Like, <laughs> there was, like... There's a whole scene in the locker room where he's literally wearing, like, cut-off sweatpants shorts that are basically underwear, and I, it's, like, it's about to fall out at any second, one side or the other. Like, I couldn't... <laughs> 
Oh, my God. I never even thought about it once when I watched the show. Like, I thought both of them were cute, but I think I probably thought, like, whatever. I don't think I thought about it much at all to compare them. The guy from the Max is embarrassing for everybody. I forgot. Do you like the guy that? who gives them their orders? Yeah. yeah. like the, And he's, like, the MC. There's, like, throughout the course of the show, there's a ton of stuff at the Max. Yeah. And, like... He has, like, a big hand prop at one point, and he has, like, a hat that claps, and I, I remembered it when I saw it, and mm-hmm. I remembered that that was, like, an ongoing shtick with him, and it, like, was extremely cringeworthy and gross. Why did anyone watch this show? I don't know, but I watched it, like, a lot, like, on purpose. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So I let me. So some of the other things I saw watching Zach Morris's trash. I saw mm-hmm. Zach Morris basically tricked everyone into buying fake jewelry yes. that he overpriced, and then he got scammed, and he and it was this whole thing. Yeah. And it was garbage. He there was one where we saw uh, Mr. Belding's wife who was pregnant. Oh, God. And Zach manipulates it so that he he's trying to get out of a science test. So he think, he pretends that he has planned a baby shower during school, sure. during the science, the science test. test. Only like, okay, here's how weird this is. This principal has a baby shower, right? And so mm-hmm. his wife is pregnant. They have a baby shower at school in a classroom, only kids. And him Weird. and his wife. Yeah, there were no other fucking teachers in that school. <laughs> and so Zach Morris uses this to try to get on a science test and doesn't give a gift. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and then is like is, when he's told like they're going to have the science test the next day, he's like, wait, but we had this thing today. Why right. are we having this still? Like, I, I didn't have to do that because I was at the baby shower or whatever. But then he like... Of course, the woman goes into labor in an elevator with Zach and I think Terry or Tori, whatever the hell her name was. She's there at this one. Oh, okay. But then apparently, and they said, they, like, apparently you never hear from no Mr. Belding's wife or child ever again. It's like they no. don't exist anymore. No. There was one episode where Zach has Screech take pictures of the three women in their bathing suits yep. so you can create a calendar and sell yep. it yep. at school and somehow thinks that they're not going to know or notice mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. There was a time when he tricked everyone into thinking AC was AC Slater was going to die unless he moved away so they were all mean to him <laughs> so he would move away. <laughs> nice. So he wouldn't be romantic competition. Oh my god. There's a time where he got Jesse addicted to caffeine pills. Oh, that's okay. Guys, we have to talk about that moment cuz that is <laughs> If nothing else, one of the most memorable things and such a great gift. <laughs> the overacting on this show in general is rather unforgivable, but the, I'm so excited, I'm so scared, yeah. is one of the highlights of of American cinema um, and television yep. throughout time. Also in that episode, for some reason, Screech affects, or yeah, Screech, I think, affects a Irish accent. And pretends to be like a female Senate O'Connor custodian something something okay. in the yep. yeah. It's very fucked up. That's a great. That's a ridiculous. She gets hooked on caffeine pills. Zach does a report on ancestry and finds out he's distantly related to some Native American and has a whole super racist presentation. I remember that. 
Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that until you just said it. Yeah. It's bad. It's There's the whole thing bad. with the homeless girl where he, like, emotionally manipulates this homeless girl by, like, promising her food to, like, date him. Oh, that's a pretty good. Just Zach imagine Morris the situation. worst thing you can think of. And Zach Morris probably did it. Oh, there's the one with the girl in the wheelchair where he dates the one, the girl in the wheelchair. And he like does this whole, he Is like this totally to make him look sensitive. Him. What? <laughs> Is it to make him look sensitive so he can date someone else? No, I mean, she's legitimately like a hot girl and he, but he, like, she just wants nobody to pay attention. She just wants everybody to treat her normal. Because, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, she might be a normal person. She just happens to use a wheelchair. But, like, he does this whole, like, thing about handicap rights. And he, like, says handicap. Like, it just is the most, like, insensitive, Ugh. gross thing. And she's super pissed at him. And he, like, can't understand why. <laughs> Can we talk about how this show tried to be, like, an after-school special at times? Yeah, like the caffeine. Right. Thing. It was supposed to be about that drug use and Only a couple times. It mostly was garbage. Fluff. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it wasn't any less garbage when it was trying to be serious. But... Yeah. Um and the the last note I have was that this is so go back and listen. I said during our Spaceballs episode that it was maybe the best use of fourth wall breaking that I had ever seen in Spaceballs. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so right. It's awesome. It's so good. Did you get that? <laughs> this show is maybe the worst. Zach's timeout, or is it called timeout? What does he call I, it? When... Does it have a name? Does he I like think say he, a Because sometimes he does the tea thing. He does like... the tea thing sometimes, yeah. It's the worst. It's so terrible. It's not like, and he talks to you as the, as the audience. Right. It's terrible. It is. It's really bad. And, and it doesn't make sense. None of it really, like, advances the plot, but it does advance his shitty motives. Yeah. So, like, if those parts weren't in there, you might think he was a better human. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I read something about how people were, like, they thought he had special powers, or that was one reason why this could be a, his imagination mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that just he times out and talks to you and then times back in exactly where he left. He, like, times out and then moves around. He manipulates the world around him yeah. when it happens. Which is the theme of a much better show from the 80s that I am blanking on the name on right now. I'm what looking at Paul like he's looking at me, like I'm going to come up with it, but I can't. Out of This World. That's the name oh, of the show. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't know. That's, like, that's one of my favorites. It's probably terrible. I just have I can't get over how bad it. that rap was, and I can't get over how bad the dance party was. Literally no one on the show knows how to act, and everybody looks like it's the first take, and they're uncomfortable with their skin, and they're trying mm-hmm. not to fart. So, <laughs> have we beat this one to death? Uh, I said three while I was watching it. My rating now is a solid zero, and this does not go in my nerd canon. No, um, it doesn't go in mine either. Like, so... And I didn't, like, think it was going to be great, but I was pretty surprised at how terrible yeah. it really was. Because my memory of it was really, like I said, thinking that they were cooler. Yeah. And that it seemed a little bit grown up. And... But I want to be absolutely crystal clear here. I didn't put Ren and Stimpy in my nerd canon, but I still think that maybe Ren and Stimpy has some, like, cultural value I agree to go back you. and watch. Say by the Bell is not in my nerd canon and has zero cultural value. It could, like, if all the tapes were destroyed. <laughs> I award you no points and, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> yes. 
while the tapes were destroyed and no one was ever able to watch Saved by the Bell ever again, the world would be better off than it is with I Saved by the Bell in it. disagree. But mm. I will ask you to please call me Hey Mama from now on. <laughs> no, okay, I'm... wait. Okay. Maybe maybe the what? only value Saved by the Bell has is memes. and It sure. Mm, that has some value. but Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Um, it also, I think, you know, was the jumping off point for Elizabeth Perkins to make showgirls. Is that a good and, thing? Uh, no. <laughs> what? So why we... I don't know. No, it's not. Um, there's no redeeming value in any of this. Uh, Kelly Kapowski is very, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is very hot. I think she's yeah. just Tiffany Thiessen now. Okay. She dropped She forgot her. her name. I guess so. Um, there's Mark, no more like '80s name than Tiffany Amber, except for but Mark no one, Paul Gosler. No one's gonna call your kid two first names, two hyphenated first names. Let's let's stop talking about this forever. Yes, let's, let's please stop. Let's close the book on that <laughs> shit. Holy shit! All right, thanks for listening. Thanks to Joker Stands for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, find us online at Instagram Nerd Cannon Podcast. Uh, send us some suggestions. Nerdcannonpodcast at gmail.com. I put up a schedule on nerdcannon.com so you can listen or watch or view along with us so that you're ready for when our episodes come out. What's you next? Because we all want to do that. What's next, what? Beth? We're going to play a game next with a with a fun special guest. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, until next time. Fuck. <laughs> Keep the nerd alive. That's the thing. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>